0: Welcome to Verso Alto Podcast, a podcast for teens by teens. Today we are going, Teresa, Mari, and I are going to talk about our trips to Rome and some other towns and cities that we visited during our stay.
1: It's Italian. It's all Italian all the time. Okay, so you guys went for Christmas.
2: Yeah.
1: went to go see your sister that was trip. Studying, studying abroad. abroad. So, when did you find out that you were going to Rome?
0: It was something that we talked about. It got discussed. And then I think even before we went toward the Youth Day, we were going to go. So, we were you... still
2: discussing it, but I think it became a final like a couple months after. We were on the edge for a little bit because mm-hmm. of finals and stuff right before. But
1: yeah. All right. For a
2: while yeah
1: so how was the travel
2: it was good the time change is definitely something that
1: you're still dealing with
2: really <laughs> rough it was rough when we got there and it took two weeks to get used to it like right before we left we got used to it and then come back and we're still yeah. not the traveling it. time
0: it's if you live in alaska or a cold state you will be fine going to rome in December. The- temperature was um like high 50s low 60s and it was sunny every single day even though it does rain um it it was beautiful weather and there weren't a lot of people so if you want to see peter's basilica and be the first ones in on christmas morning like my dad and brother were you can do that, oh, but yeah, traveling true. through the airport and everything, it was not crowded. We left at the perfect time right. and waiting in line for customs and all that stuff did not take long enough. So I think our trip was well-planned yeah. time-wise.
1: Yeah. You know, what? I just realized I went for Easter. And you guys went for Christmas. So yeah, we can actually <laughs> tell people what to expect on these major yeah. Catholic holidays you know okay great so where'd you guys stay
2: we stayed like 10 minutes walk from mm-hmm. St. Peter's Basilica mm-hmm. for the first five days yeah about and then we were in an Airbnb and then we went on a train to Assisi um, we stayed for two nights yeah and then we went to Orvieto which was my favorite <laughs> <laughs> it was two just nights? one night Two we nights, went.
0: but one day. And, and then, then we go- went back
2: to Rome and the flight.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. So
1: tell us everything about your trip. We don't have a lot of time. And then I'll jump in there about my trip because I'm not as important as you guys are. So, but yeah, I'd love to hear the contrast between Christmas and Easter, especially well, at the so Vatican. So
0: Rome, well, I, most of Europe is very culturally Catholic. So there is Christmas It's like a Hallmark movie. There's a like tree. Everyone's wearing scarves. Every Christmas (laughs) decoration you can think of everywhere, which made it so alive. And there's a giant Christmas tree and life-size nativity scene in St. Peter's Square. And I mean, people set nativity scenes on their doorstep. It's just beautiful. By the way,
1: Brogan is here. With us, and he might jump in here once in a while with a question. So don't freak out if you hear a, a deep voice. Okay, so Nativity. God. Okay, so Nativity seems on every doorstep.
2: Go on. Na, so on the... every doorstep Not... I wouldn't say. There was there were a lot out, but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't like all the restaurants and stuff had them. They they definitely were out for a while and, stuff, and then at but... night it was so
0: pretty. Yeah. They would project Different like religious scenes or nativity or a saint visiting a nativity or just a starry sky on the cathedrals at night in Assisi and Orvieto. They didn't didn't do it on Mm St. It was it was so pretty, and they had lights like outside hanging down when you walked around at night. So the culture was very Christmas and yeah.
2: And then there was a a papal blessing, papal blessing Mm -hmm. on christmas day as there there is the angelus every day i think and so we went to the one on christmas and christmas eve actually and that was really cool because that was really cool because there the whole i think it was the vatican like all their forces came marching, the through, swiss guard. yeah, right, they right. marching through the street and their band was playing like, and it was so cool yeah yeah
1: so they had for easter sunday
2: mm-hmm.
1: they had every single armed force of the vatican and their full band there yeah and so, so the swiss guard isn't just the swiss Guard, you're like oh my gosh they yeah. have like an army and an air force yeah, and a marines and so really cool. yeah. <laughs> where they all come from and they all have really cool uniforms and then they just stand for the entire liturgy and they don't move and you're wow except for the swiss Guard, they kneel for the consecration oh well they actually every everybody kneels for the consecration but the fact that they were just like just there, you know but you no know, yes you're right they do move. This a kind of very ceremonial ha- way. They to have, to, yeah. They do kneel for the consecration. That's okay. But I never expected that, and my my husband and I are like, "Where did all these guys come from?" You know, and, and when we looked at their uniforms and saw the insignias on them and everything, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's that's the the Vatican Air Force, and that's that's the Vatican Army." Oh my word, you know. So yeah, don't don't even think about taking them of And off and estimate. And then no, it's, it's a, a country. Places. Right. It's a full country, you know. So, so when's the next <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> no, no, no. So,
0: Unfortunately, our family found out three days before Christmas that we did not get into midnight. It's probably like better for us because we are crashing at like five. Yeah, so. true. But one of, there's, I think four churches that are like People. churches are, I don't know. They have some importance to the Vatican. Mm-hmm but we went to Christmas Eve, Eve Mass Christmas. at the official Church of Divine Mercy. Oh, okay. yeah. there, there was yeah. Sister Frostina's sister. It. it was super cool. And then there were the other Sisters of Divine Mercy there too. And it was in English, so we understood everything. And the church was beautiful. It mm-hmm. was small, but all the artwork, statues, all yeah. of it was gorgeous. And, of course, all the churches are highly decorated. Right. Christmas. Yeah and it was hardly a block from St. Peter's. Mm-hmm. It wasn't I mean, far at all.
1: Did, did you me? go to St. John Lateran? No. Cuz that's the the seat of the the bishop of Rome. Yeah. So it and it's not it's actually not very close to Vatican City at all. I'm sure it's a pretty good we had to take a taxi. But I I told my husband I said oh, I want to go to St. John Lateran. He goes, "Why?" And I had to explain to him. I said, "Well, you know how all bishops have a cathedral or basilica. That's their seat, you know, their, their home parish per se. Mm-hmm. And that's where the Bishop of Rome has his seat. And so he was like, Oh, okay. Let's go see, you know, Pope Francis's church. Right. And we went in and the statues of the was apostles. Is that the Mary major? No, it's a different one. Good question, though. I mean, I was thinking it was when I first went. Anyway, the statues of the apostles are more than 12 feet tall. They have to be 20 feet tall. Wow. And I thought uh, when I'm standing there next to him, like, i got to get pictures of this. What I did is I waited until a person walked by so that you could get the perspective mm-hmm. of the statue. And I was showing, I think I was showing Brogan some of the pictures. One of them, I, my favorite, is Saint Bartholomew, because each of the the apostles is whole, You know, they're, they're pictured or carved with the instrument of their death. You know, unless, or like Saint Peter, he holds the keys, but he's not crucified upside down. But Saint Bartholomew is holding his skin, his image of his face, and that was amazing. And so yeah, I was showing broken pictures of that. But Saint John Lateran just beautiful oh, you're right like every church in row stunning and yeah some of them are lovely. just
0: on the side of the road, and you would right. never know uh-huh. like the ecstasy yeah. of saint Teresa of Avila. is that yeah, her? yeah it's yeah. just like you wouldn't have known it, just of the like, town like, yeah, you walk right. in and it's just super famous sculpture and you would never know and anymore. we come back
2: here and there's was...
1: well and and americans Simple. I know a lot of people when they come to Saint Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish, especially if they're not Catholic, that are coming to a funeral. I've heard several times when they walk in, like this is a Catholic church. You know, yeah. where's the artwork? Where's all the stained glass windows? Where's all this stuff? We have a song state. We we do. I mean, we're lucky we have that. But okay. So what else did you do?
2: So in Saint Peter's Basilica, we got to go up not only to the level that christ and all the apostles are on Mm -hmm. but we got to go to inside the dome and then we got to go to the the highest point you can go in saint peter's and it was very cool and you could see all the way around and there is some gardens in that you could see in the vatican area that there was one that was the crest of the catholic church which is Really cool to see as a garden. Yep. So it's all, it's
1: all done in flowers and stuff so that you can see. I think
0: it was just in the just bushes grass? and stuff. It was all bushes, green but things. different colored. Yeah. And there were also the neon tropical birds. There were, were some green tropical, tropical
1: birds. <laughs> they have some really cool birds. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you go through the Vatican Museum?
0: Yes. yes. That was one of my favorite things in Rome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it
2: was. We were all. Uh, trying not to, I felt bad for a food guide. We were all trying not to fall asleep. We went after our family, they closed to public, I think. Yeah. And had a private tour. But yeah, it was really mm-hmm. cool to see. The Sistine Chapel is a lot
0: smaller. I it's... thought it was small and gone. I thought it was there, bigger. Was like,
1: <laughs> so when you went into the Sistine Chapel, how many people were in? There? Like, like, there was one what? big,
0: big ish group, but then. okay i hate you i hate you (laughs) so So, yeah right before right (laughs) before easter like
1: yes we we went it was the day after palm sunday oh yeah and it was but we had a private tour and we kept hearing from our tour guide and i had heard from lots of friends that you are not allowed to speak and you're not allowed to take any pictures and my husband and i were (laughs) devastated that when we walked in there, there were at least like 300 people and everybody was talking. Everybody was taking pictures. And it just seemed like it was, it just breaked your heart, you know, like yeah. you didn't really get out of it what you wanted. And the way we came in from our tour, did you go like
0: it, in the front where they,
1: we came in back ways. Oh. So you didn't get to see, like get the whole, the whole picture that you would, if you were like a cardinal or a bishop or whatever, um, walking yeah. in and then yes, going well. there for like a conclave or even like you know, to to pray. Um And so we passed the stove and didn't see it until we like turned around to leave. And we we're like, you know, so my husband was a little bummed about that whole thing. And he was just so sad, you know. Mm-hmm. So I had to cheer him up by bringing him to the Pieta. So that made him yeah,
2: funny. yeah. <laughs>
1: And mm-hmm. so, when you went into the Basilica, what was your favorite part?
0: <laughs> <That's work. laughs> i For me, I think we didn't spend the amount of time that I thought we would have in there, but i I had really loved seeing all the artwork and going to a classical school, a lot of the stuff, especially in the Vatican Museum, I knew already. Um, but my older sister would say giving us our own tour around and oh, okay. explaining like the why the artist put this in this painting and the you know i think it's I think jerome receiving his last communion and just the way that the artist depicted him and all of these things so it was cool and it's massive and so beautiful and you want to look up but your neck gets sore and um, I think that's what the <laughs> architects
1: want you to do—is look towards heaven. But yes, yeah, yeah,
0: it was—it was a really beautiful. Basilica. Did did you see
1: time. in the center aisle down that they had names of different basilicas mm-hmm. and then like little diamond marble pieces? Yeah. So you know what that meant, right? Like that's how that's big how they... big they are in comparison yeah. to St. Peter's. So I've been to Our Lady of Aparecida, in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and it is massive. I thought nothing I could ever see in my entire life would ever be bigger than that. And as soon as we walked out of the museum into the basilica, our tour guide was explaining to me the center aisle, what those mean. Our Lady of Aparecida was like right there. And then I looked to my left, and I saw the doors way far away, and the altar piece with all the pillars and everything Mm -hmm. is way far away, and I'm thinking, goodness gracious, this is much, much bigger than Our Our Lady of Apostles. It's just unbelievable to me, you know, the, how much, How much people love God so much that they have to make something so beautiful and so big, so that so many people can come and adore. No,
2: yeah, I liked that being able to know Latin a little bit. I could translate all the way around the edges. Oh, that's Um, awesome! So I, I really enjoyed doing that. And from up high, we couldn't see all of them, but then when we went down, it's like, oh, mom, this is this and this and this. (laughs) So I got
0: pretty excited. I so love how they have the sculptures of all the the virtues yeah. oh yeah
1: that was cool and did you go downstairs and yes. see saint benedict and or not saint, pope benedict sorry yes. um, yeah um i had to say hi and then like one of my we fans. went to
0: the tombs yeah good. good awesome so we went all the way down
1: there <laughs> yeah did you go around the outside arms <laughs> where they have the other saints that you yeah. can walk down did you get
0: Mission. No.
1: Okay. Yes. Some people can. But when you go
0: up there, you realize how big they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. So yeah. They're just massive.
1: Absolutely. All right. So after after the Vatican, what what else did you see in Rome?
0: Yeah.
1: Did you go to? So we went to the Colosseum. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah, I did we that went too. all the
2: way up. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> did you go all the way down? No, we I'm did not go under the belly of the beast yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really yeah we started at the very very bottom and engineering wise it's amazing yeah. what no, they the have romans done the romans
2: knew how they to do they were so be. smart there's actually a group of i think there are engineers who are trying to replicate the trap door that let in wild beasts like
0: yeah, they out had of- yeah, and and elevators, they water yeah, they're like elephants. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a oh,
2: very, very mm-hmm. hard time trying to figure out how they did this with great right. distribution exactly. and all that mm-hmm. stuff and how they let the animal in. with... It's crazy to think yeah. of how they did that mm-hmm. without Likewise, have, like, technology.
1: when they had water sports in the Coliseum, they had like right. ships, like, yeah, like where's like, 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 that today? Like, I, I want, want to order. see some like they mm-hmm. build with honor,
2: like,
0: six, and then the slaves would drown when they for the opening.
2: For the opening, um, they had it filled with water in the morning and completely drained by the afternoon to have gladiator oh, yeah, rides. Yeah. And, and the water people go? are still, like, puzzled on how they that yeah. it's did that. Rope. <laughs> right, <laughs> and
1: then the emperors would, like, would be there and go, okay, now, if we do the battle this way or that way, I mean, it's like his own war room, yep. you know? It's yes. just amazing to me, you know? Mm-hmm. But they also they didn't have it wasn't just were persecuted christians they actually did a lot of entertainment yeah yeah yes. stuff there so yeah the coliseum was amazing and did you go to the fountain or what is no, no we, we didn't i know
0: what you're talking about yeah or, wait Cause maybe we did it's right near the
1: the u.s bishop's office
0: i think we did so we went to a fountain like, it that, there were a bunch of carvings of. Yeah,
1: things. it I was like the work.
2: water came out of yeah, the it's like, wall of Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: forgot the name of the fountain, but everybody goes there, throws their coins in there.
2: I do not throw a coin.
1: And then the other things. So, well, tell me about. The, so the pizza pizza
2: is way better. Like the, the French sauce, tomato it's, song? It's way more tomato y <laughs> than right. American, like jarred or even mm. canned. Sauce.
1: Can you it's ever so eat American pizza again?
2: Well, we just had spaghetti before we came here and it was not the same. <laughs> Sorry, mom.
0: <laughs> it's very fresh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I love mm-hmm. And then we went to a cooking class on Christmas Day and made pasta and ravioli and tiramisu. soup. It was the best <laughs> food I've ever eaten. So, given. next
1: oh. youth group, you're bringing. <laughs> Well, well I'm so you did that. We already we did that. Missed out. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. You really <laughs> yeah. So I taught everybody in youth group how to make Italian pasta and sauce and tiramisu. And everybody got, tiramisu. got to make their own tiramisu and bring it. So yeah. Yeah. So I think what Henry got a couple of,
0: them. but we had so much we tiramisu. Had so, we so we so much had a tiramisu tiramisu
1: I- left. All right. So, so you, you left Rome. And you went to a CC, Yeah. Right. Okay.
2: Yeah. So we went to, we went and saw mm-hmm. St. Clair and St. Francis' church. They and have a
0: bunch of relics and stuff yeah. like what they wore and St. Catherine or St. Clair's hair. It's really curly. And, and they still mm-hmm. have it like.
2: <laughs> yeah. okay, so yeah. so,
1: you know, this is where I get really jealous. St. <laughs> Francis is my confirmation. Oh, that yeah. You I'm should absolutely. go. The is are a beautiful. Awesome. <laughs> how does a CC? So comparing it to Rome, yeah. not in regards to like architecture or mm-hmm. anything like that.
0: So most people go there are more like Catholic or Christian because you would go there to see these saints. And it's built in the mountains, so it's very hilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Not very many. Gods. It's a very it
0: pretty, beautiful. A lot of cobblestone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All The buildings are super old, and right? They're all bright. And I i love the see series. air quality isn't much, it's, <laughs> it's all <saying. laughs> the <but all> same. <laughs> there's so many, you we probably only saw half of the churches, yeah, years. right? Millie.
1: So and you saw them. Saint Francis, Saint Clair, and Blessed Carlo mm-hmm. Cutis, right?
0: Yes, yes, Which- although. Just you go to the church that he is at? Yeah. yeah. His, okay. So we went to the church that he and is at. And you can at. see his body. He is not mm-hmm. an incorruptible, but he's been, like, oiled. And they Blacked. made a face for him, like we did. Face. So he looks like you can <coughs> just go up to him. He and, was decomposing before
2: they did uh, that, yeah. though. But it had only been, like, a year's.
0: And okay. then in, is it St. Clair? Or I don't know what church, but they have his heart encased in a little bit. Yeah
1: oh cutie! yes they yes. have his heart somewhere else mm-hmm. yes okay yeah so uh-huh. his
2: body's one place his heart's another place
1: okay mari tell me about your favorite place which is
2: orvieto <laughs> and why i like the environment of orvieto it might have just been the time that we were there but the the church that we went to first of all there's the eucharistic miracle there that we got to see is open four times a year um and presents
0: Easter Corpus Christi, and then one other,
2: the, yeah, somewhere. okay. <laughs> um, but they started uh, the feast of Corpus Christi because of the miracle that happened near Orvieto. Um, also, the Pope used to go to Orvieto,
0: if one of them the lived there, yeah. Rome was under attack, they would go live in Orvieto, it's
2: very geographically.
0: Safe, Mm. built up high, and the walls are so high. And my dad was having us like look down and say, "If you were supposed to come up and like shoot arrows or attack this city, and someone from up high shooting here, you would die. Like, there's no way that you can attack this city." The church was not my
2: favorite, like pretty wise, and so when it was built it's stripes were in fashion and so it is a striped shirt the <laughs> yeah um it's and saint
0: santa maria
2: de stella
0: or saint mary of the stars
2: yeah but the front is very beautiful there is the jesse tree jesse at the bottom and then it goes up there's
0: a story of creation um it's there's, so cool the yeah. carvings like god takes Ad or eve out of adam's way he's opening he, like, him up in a Sucking yes. Eve out. It's, it's, yeah. So incredible. And then they have the revelation and the artist who did it. He put two Franciscan friars like going to hell. And like somebody's like, you can even be like religious and still did. and then he put himself going up to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So the Eucharistic miracle was a priest on Isha. Oh, it was a
2: bishop. Well, either way he, he was a was priest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, true. So he was doubting, he was having trouble with his faith. So he goes on this pilgrimage and he's walking near Orvieto and he doubts the transubstantiation as he's like doing it. And he breaks the bread. He was
0: asked to do math.
2: Yeah. And he doubts it as he's like doing the transubstantiation. And he breaks the bread and 25 drops of AB blood drop onto the cloth. And so then he brings that to Orvieto and they have it tested and stuff. Now it's still there and you can still kind of see the blood stains, which was really cool to be able to see that. And that's like a mm-hmm. Eucharistic miracle still preserved today. And I mean, many are, but it's cool to actually see one.
0: That's awesome. And then it's encased in a golden yeah. box and the linen, the fibers are very sensitive to light. And they used to have it open all the time, but then they started realizing it started breaking down fast. So they have it closed and in darkness as much as it can be. And then they open it up for Christmas and Easter and Corpus Christi. And actually Corpus Christi came from the super the miracle, which is super.
2: And then in this church, there's also a chapel, which is called, nicknamed the mm-hmm. mini Sistine Chapel. And that is my favorite chapel out of our whole trip so inspiration
0: to paint this yeah yes
2: right. so there's the there's jesus right in front and then there's saints on the side and then it's the story of revelation basically and so they have the antichrist and there's a couple specific people pictured there and like many artists do they mm-hmm. picture people they know or that are or whatever and then on the other side there's a picture of heaven or the day of judgment yeah Yeah, the the day day of of judgment yes and so people getting their bodies back on the right hand side and like being happy with that even the skeletons are smiling and then there's hell on the other side and the artist puts himself in hell as a demon carrying a woman to the gates of hell and which is interesting but each of the demons have a specific person that they are trying to shove into the gates of hell, and then as soon as they're in the gates of hell, they figure out what like ring of hell they're oh, going they to. Oh, they
0: have. If you've read uh, Dante's Inferno, they have that first scene where Dante and Virgil are at the pool, and then they have—I forgot his name it starts with an M. He's the one that judges what ring of hell you need to be in, and he wraps his tail around his body how many what level? so if it's like three times you're in circle three whatever so they he painted that scene yeah. as part of the and then there's
2: angels guarding
0: hell so no one comes in and
2: no one goes or above go. hell yeah, yeah like guarding guard above hell and then yeah that was really cool and on the other side next to the antichrist the right is heaven and saints and stuff Mm-hmm. that was really cool
1: well how long did you get to stay in there
0: as long as we were
1: well there weren't many strange. people in there at all are y'all's necks still hurting
0: yeah <laughs> and then one of Michelangelo's students he mimicked the pita mm-hmm. in his own it's mm-hmm. smaller and it is very similar except he adds one more person behind mary and people assume it's Joseph of Arimathea because he's a otter he has all the stuff that you would use to take down a body but we don't know who it is mm-hmm. cuz
1: the so there's three pietas that Michelangelo did i don't know if you know that they're the first one is in St Peter's Basilica yep and when he did that i believe at the age of 23 the people who saw it didn't believe that he did it and it's the only piece of art that he ever put his name on, which is on that ribbon that goes across yep. the chest of the Blessed Mother. The second Pieta in Florence at the museum. That Pieta has St. John, St. Mary Magdalene in it. And John is behind the Blessed Mother helping Mary Magdalene put Jesus in the arms of Mary. It's unfinished. It's very rough looks like unpolished cement it's and it's amazing i know i have pictures i'll show you i never got to see the third pieta that he because that's either i think it's in venice probably in Venice, and we never went to northern italy but i could be wrong so definitely in northern italy but that was like the one thing i wanted to do was see the pieta and the second pizza we accidentally saw. So, our second part of our trip, we went from Rome to Siena. We rented a car. We were going to take the train, but we knew we wanted to drive around driving in Europe. That was one of the things my husband really wanted to do, but to get a car and drive in Europe, we didn't rent a Ferrari, which would have been really fun. Um, we rented this little car called the SIAT, which, if you saw it, says seat s e a t but everybody calls it a siat like a Fiat hysterical and it it drives like a little go-kart, but it was great and so we rented a, a house in Siena i I really wanted to see church where Catherine of Siena was and Siena is so beautiful and very hilly small road you can't find parking. We miraculously did every time we went in there because we prayed blessed mother. And yeah, the church where her head is, it's so dark. It was like nobody was, you know, in that church, they have all the flags of all of the communities of Siena who race the horses in the middle of, or I believe it's the spring. And they fill the entire square with dirt. And then they race horses from all the communities. Just this big, huge party that they have. And, when you meet people, you ask them like, what community they're from. You know, like an aardvark or I don't know, like octopus, or kangaroo, or whatever the kangaroo. But think, yeah, the they all their their little neighborhood are very very territorial. You know, it was great. So. We did not go to CC, so I'm glad you guys told me all about that. We did go to Florence, which was just for the day. And we went all the way to the top of the dome, outside of the dome and the very, very top. It was so cool. And when you get to the very, very top of the dome, I, I had a little bit of vertigo. I don't know if you got that when you were at the top of the, the Basilica, St. Peter's, but when you're like up there so high, you're kind of, okay, I just need to hold on to something for a minute, you know? But yeah, we did the whole 400. I think it was 15 steps,
0: and all some the way of them are like really tiny,
1: two, yes, less than
0: a foot long. And right, you're like going up, and the walls and Everything's like, curved. It's right. curved in. You're just yeah. so if you're claustrophobic, I don't, yeah, don't do it. Do right. it
1: right. Yeah. And then, so I got us a pass for the bell tower, the dome, and the museum, and we. We couldn't find a restroom anywhere. And so Keith goes, well, don't we have a pass for the museum? Let's go to the museum and use the restroom. So we did. And we were walking through the museum on the way out. And we stopped. And Keith goes, that's the second piatta. And we just stopped. And he goes, I am so glad we had to use the bathroom. You know, because we didn't have enough yeah. time in Florence to do all three of those things. You know, anyway, then we went to go see the David, And then we went home thing i wanted to do most on the trip to italy was to drive all the way to loretto which is on the hxc so on the other side of the country we had to drive through assisi to get there but on the highway and i i saw that the church of saint francis as we we're driving by and i'm like just pray for me you know <laughs> but it was a beautiful drive and big green hills with lots of amazing t- and it was just yeah and then you would just come out the Adriatic Sea is like this turquoise blue that I've just never seen the color blue before. It was just beautiful. And then we go to the cathedral at Loretto. And every place we've gone, hundreds of people, totally crowded. You know, can't find parking, whatever. And he's worried about getting parking. And I said, just don't worry about it; it'll be fine. We we parked right in front of. The opening there was tons of parking nobody wow. was there and he goes well what do you want to do i said i just want to go and i want to go to the blessed mother's house i just want to pray a rosary. is that okay and he goes oh yeah sure sure and as we're walking in you know we see this fighter jet that's kind of like on the front lawn i mean full size real fighter jet and it doesn't even dawn on us we're like okay whatever you know i don't know what that's doing here it didn't dawn on him. It, it definitely dawned on me because Our Lady of Loretto is a patron saint of those who fly, those who are afraid to fly. And so I have the medal with me that my spiritual director gave me after she passed away. And I've always had it. I've always wanted to go to Our Lady of Loretto. And so we, we walk through these doors of this like courtyard and then, boom, there's this big white cathedral there. And I'm just ecstatic. It took us three and a half hours to drive there. I was really pleased that my husband was like, well, let's just go. It's only three and a half hours. You know, I mean, when we drive to Fairbanks, it's six and a half. So it's no big deal. Driving for us is no big deal. So we walk in and it's pretty farce. There's a couple of people sitting in pews and there's one or two looking Franciscan monks that are are getting ready to do something and then there's this little sign it says the house and i'm like oh cool so we go to the little line and there's like two or three people in front of us we walk into the outside of the blessed mother's house is like completely ornate with you know sculptures and saints and everything like that just beautiful but when you go inside it's just the plain bricks that were carried from her house and it's only three walls and when you're in there, you just touch those bricks and know that this is the house she grew up in. This is the house that her parents left her. And this is the house that her and Joseph raised Jesus in after they came back from Egypt. And they could have touched these bricks. And they were in this tiny little house. And so this lady comes in. and She starts like, lighting candles and everything. And Keith's like, oh, I think we need to leave, you know. So we walk out of the little house. And around the back, because I wanted to see like some of the art and everything, and there were boxes where you could put prayer intentions, and I'm like, "Oh right, filling out prayer intentions for my kids and stuff and then, as soon as we came around the, the back side of the corner the basilica or the cathedral, there is this gorgeous monstrance with a huge Eucharist. He squeezes my hand and he goes, "We're going to adoration and so as soon as we knelt, I heard priests of at the front altar, the Padre, the Santo, Amen. And then they started the rosary. And I was like bawling my head off because I'm in front of the Eucharist. I went to the Blessed Mother Jesus' house, Joseph's house. And Sister Loretta, I know, was with me. And her medal, and what she wanted me to do, we made it there. And he's just like very uncomfortable because I'm praying the rosary, bawling my head <laughs> off. <laughs> and he goes... Right, she should be happy <laughs> right, right now you know which i was i was totally happy and then we're walking out and they have these bottles about this big of, of holy water and he goes do you want some holy water i'm like is the pope catholic yes of course i want some holy water so you know normally i would put a couple of euros in there and he's like i only have a 20 and a 50 i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> so we put the money in and we're walking out now this is my favorite part um they have like these three guys on ladders that are buffing the outside of the spider jet, right? When oh. they're making it all shiny and everything, and it's a little bit afternoon; it's like one o'clock. And Keith goes, "What's that fire jet doing th- doing there?" And I said, "Patron mm- saint of those who fly." And he goes,
2: "Oh, oh that's right." <laughs> and,
1: and he's like, "That's so cool that they have an Italian Air Force plane right outside here, you know." And, it was just amazing. So, yes, I loved going to St. Peter's and everything, but I think going to Loretto was probably like, you know, those outside ones where, you know, I did my bucket list thing, but I really felt so close to God there, you know. So um Northern Italy will be the next trip. I don't know when you guys are going to be able to go, but I know in I know, two like years. <laughs> oh, right, that's spirit. In two years, I'm going back to Rome for the 50th anniversary of World Youth Day. If you are interested in going with me, make sure you send us an email. Brogan, thanks for, for being here and listening to all of our adventures. Someday you will get there. I will get there eventually. Yes, you will. So, Sophia, do you want to tell us about all the things?
0: Oh, please subscribe, share with others, go to Rome. <laughs> um, see our, check out our Facebook page, Versa Alta Podcast, and then email us if you have any questions or attentions or any podcast ideas at Versa Alta Podcast at gmail.com. And yeah, anything that you want to know
1: about us, just go to our website at Versa dot net, or dot org. Either one of those works. And
0: in okay. the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace. Lord is with, with thee. thee. Bless Blessed are thou amongst women. Blessed is
1: thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary. Mary, Mother Spirit. of God, pray for, for our sinners, sinners now and at the hour Mother of our Mother death. Day. Amen.
0: St. Pierre Giorgio Versati. Pray for us. <laughs> us. Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Welcome to Verso Alto Podcast, a podcast for teens by teens. Today we are going Teresa Murray and I are going to talk about our trips.